This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 389 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is sponsored by FeedXL. Visit them at FeedXL.com. Howdy, y'all. I am Glenn the Geek back with you from Lexington, Kentucky. Well, today we have back with us Megan Abril. Megan is one of the leading authorities on animal massage in the country. We've done a number of tips with her, and she has written the book, The Horse Lover's Guide to Massage, and also The Dog Lover's Guide to Massage. She's a licensed massage practitioner for animals and people and a professional educator with a master in teaching degree from Seattle University. You can find out all about Megan at All About Equine Massage. .blogspot.com is her blog, and she also has a website that we'll give out to you here shortly, and that's all about animalmassage.com. And we're going to have her massage tip here shortly, but you know, massage is all about the animal's health, and so is FeedXL. FeedXL is concerned about what you put in your animal and exactly to what quantities and what extent. It's FeedXL is all about what you're feeding your horse. So what they want you to do is just stop over there. It'll only take a couple minutes to fill out some information about your horse and then to fill out some information about what you're feeding your horse, from hay to grain to supplements to to everything that you put in your horse and they will print out some reports that will show you whether you're feeding too much of this or too little of that whether your horse is uh, coming up short on certain vitamins and minerals it does it all and it knows it can do it because it knows what's in those supplements that you're giving it has over 2500 different feeds and supplements already programmed into its computers so it can certainly take a calculation and show you whether you're doing the right thing by your horse or not so take a couple minutes, stop over to FeedXL.com. It's worth the, the small amount of money and the time. It'll give you the peace of mind to know that you're feeding your horse correctly. That's FeedXL.com. And now it's time for Megan Aroll. Hi, Megan, and welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. Hi, Glenn. I hesitated there because I was trying to remember what show we were doing. I do so many shows that sometimes I just forget. Yeah, uh, I can imagine. It's like, okay, what am I doing this today? What am I doing right now? Uh, and my wife, who is now my producer full time, I've been doing much better since she's been keeping me straight. Um, oh, that sounds very helpful. Yeah, it is. It's very helpful. And, you know, I, it was at the point where I needed to hire a producer. And I said to my wife, look, you know, I'm going to hire somebody, pay them the same amount you're making, you know, you're making working outside the home. So mm-hmm. why don't uh, you just come to work for me? I know that you can stand me, and we worked together before. So, so she was <laughs> gracious enough to give it a try, and we'll see how long that lasts before I drive her absolutely insane. Uh, is there a massage you can do for ADD? Because that would help me a lot. You know, tapping is probably a good one. <laughs> <laughs> on top of my tap head? On, tap on your head, yeah. <laughs> Brings you back into your body. <laughs> Help focus. Don't tell my wife that. She'll have the sledgehammer out. What are you talking about? <laughs> Great. <laughs> I'm glad she doesn't listen to the tips. That'd be bad. <laughs> All right. So what are we talking about today? Well, I thought actually today I would just... Um... Tapping on the head? <laughs> um, yeah. Speaking of tap tapping with a sledgehammer. I thought I would talk about pain, <laughs> pain today. Oh, there you go. Well, that would hurt. So that qualifies. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, in terms of, you know, understanding pain and assessing pain, I think, um, again, it's so common with 
well, again, even with our own bodies, but especially with our animals, that if there's not something, you know, making us actually limp or yelp, um, then a lot of times people take that as meaning there's that everything's fine. And so I want to talk about the two things. One is that it's very possible still, even if your animal's not limping or not um, uh, flinching at pressure uh, where wherever you're applying it, um, it's possible, one, that they still have pain. And it's also possible that even if they don't have pain, they can have restrictions, um, restrictions in the soft tissue, uh, things basically that are literally stuck together okay. that may be causing problems for them and especially could will continue to create more problems in the future, but may not necessarily be painful or, or it may not be pain that you can detect yet. Um, so, for instance... Uh, well, one of the tips we did recently about the wither rocking and the wither lift, right? Yep, yep. And I talked about how, you know, if you're if you repeat the technique two or three times and you're still not the rocking side to side isn't enough to loosen things up to help your horse do the wither lift or the belly lift, then there could be physical restriction. Things stuck together, connective tissue, tight muscles, maybe chiropractic joints, you know, the joints kind of stuck in a sub subluxation, what a chiropractor would call a subluxation. Um, so these restrictions can inhibit the movement and sometimes they're painful and sometimes they're not. But even when they're not painful, if they're restricting movement in one area, it's going to put extra strain on another area. And so that eventually will um, create some inflammation, most likely, or some kind of um, damage or stress to the area that at first is more mobile. It's not restricted. But then eventually that, that becomes restricted, too, because of usually an inflammation process. Right. So just want people to understand that... Uh, yeah, you got to kind of watch for range of motion and fluidity of motion, um, as well as whether or not there's pain responses. Is there another thing yeah, about pain too? Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I, go ahead. I can hold it. I got it. Well, another thing about pain and um, with horses too is so often horses, um, and again, people, dogs. It's all the same for all of us you'll have more than one thing going on. So a lot of horses might, they might not appear lame, but, um, and, and vets experience this a lot when they maybe do a, um, a nerve block to check and the, and it brings out a different lameness because, um, they, if they're sore, say on both front feet, they may not appear lame at all because they're not going to favor either the right or the left because they're both sore. That's a good point. Um, So they might be short-strided. They might be kind of holding their breath. They might be um, showing it in other more subtle ways, but they might not be limping if they're they're either experiencing pain or restriction or both. 
if they're experiencing that on both sides or in multiple areas. Okay, that makes sense. Is is there a part of the body, and I would assume this would be the back, that that is the the impetus or the starting point for a lot of pain? Um, that's a good question. Um, I I do think there's a lot that goes in, on in the back. Um, I think the horses in particular are quite prone to problems in the lower legs. And um, it's hard to say whether that's um, really the case or it's just where things get more easily diagnosed. Okay. Um, but we do, uh, the horses, for for most of us, um, they do have some extra challenges for that area of the body because, um, well, even shoeing um, can decrease the amount of circulation happening because of restricting the expansion and contraction of the hooves. And then, of course, even maybe even more importantly than that, the fact that they're not moving around as much. Mm-hmm. So if they're in their stall a lot of the time, or even if they're turned out in the paddock, if they're just standing out in the paddock most of the time, they're not like a wild horse just moving and walking for hours every day. Very few of our horses, even if they have full turnout, very few of our horses are doing that um, if right. they're in a you know fenced-in area. So that really reduces what would be a more natural amount of circulation happening for the foot and the lower limb. Mm-hmm. So that's going to make it more prone to developing problems down there. Um, so I think a lot of pain does end up for our horses, our riding horses, and our our um, domestic horses end up starting in the feet and the lower limbs. Um, but it certainly travels up to the back. But then the whole riding issue, yeah, definitely a lot of pain <laughs> ends up originating in the back as well. Right. And so, that makes sense. I mean, mm-hmm. all right, cool. Well, where can people find out more about massage if they really want to get into it? I know you have a book available and some videos as well. Yes, I have um, uh, free stuff and uh, books and classes for sale as well at allaboutanimalmassage.com. So they can sign up and start with the free stuff. And there's a free webinar, free short videos, free eBooks. And then I have my books, The Horse Lover's Guide to Massage and The Dog Lover's Guide to Massage and um, a collection of online classes. Now, do you, don't you also have a blog? I do, yes, allaboutequinemassage.com. Okay. Oh, okay, so that's all at, uh, at the same place. Yes, and I'll, um, there's a link to it there, and actually I'm going to be um, switching that to a blog on the main uh, website, the allaboutanimalmassage.com. Okay. Yep. And so the All About Equine Massage blog, will, pretty soon it will be a category in the main blog. Okay. But it'll still, the allaboutequinemassage.com right now is its own blog, and that that URL will always take them to the horse category of whatever blog I do. <laughs> okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. So, the, and again, that's all about, all about animalmassage.com. Yeah. 
I don't know about you all, but I was almost uh, ready to take some ibuprofen after listening to that. All that talk about pain just made my muscles, my joints start to ache. Well, we'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, stay safe, everyone, and ride with your helmet on. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.